0: Welcome to the Five Star Life Show, your home for content related to education, parenting, and changing wrong mindsets so you can live a five-star life. I'm your host, Coach Seth. Let's do this. host, Coach Seth, and I'm joined in studio with my incredible co-host, Coach Mia. Thank
1: you, Seth. And you just came back from a really cool uh, meeting.
0: I did, yeah. So I so had a great meeting. So if, if you're just tuning in, you're new to Five Star Life, we work with kids in public schools. We work with kids in detention and probation. We work with kids from age, you know, kindergarten all the way through high school, um, through our early learning, actually before kindergarten. Mm-hmm. So like two-year-olds. Yeah. So we cover the spectrum. But yeah, had, had a great conversation. And, you know, we, we have some incredible judges. And magistrates are like the juvenile judges that they, every day, they hear cases. And they're, you know, adjudicating students' lives, kids' lives and trying to help them get back on the right track. And, you know, there is a rise um, across this country, a lot of the... the a lot of the cases that judges across this country are seeing, youth cases, are all gun and gang related. G- guns are going through the roof. Kids with guns. Kids in gangs. Kids. Um, it, it, is, it is really interesting to see the impact of our culture, social media that makes it look really cool to just hold a gun, mm-hmm. take a picture. And quite frankly, you know, this country is, is changing. changing. Where where there's so many communities where kids feel like they have to carry to protect themselves. Just in in my own son's school last week, there's a kid that brought a gun to school. He was he was carrying for protection. So um, it's just it's the world it's the new world we live in, the world that we've created and. The question is, what are we going to do about it? And that's where I really want to turn to our audience and just say, thanks for tuning into this show. Um, we're on a mission to change the face of education, of sports, of culture. And we look at this toxic culture kids are growing up in. And, and it's so easy, Mia, to blame culture, to blame parents, to blame everybody. But that doesn't do anything. What What does something is when we look in the mirror and say, what can I do to change things? What am I going to do? And the reality is, we all have a voice. We all have a mind. We all have resources to do something to change the game. And really want to encourage you to be a part of Five Star Life and look at what we're doing to change the game in education, in sports, in detention with probation, in all these spheres of influence. We have programs that we're addressing these issues, and it's fun to work with local magistrates and and courts and probation uh, officers to actually provide solutions that. We're talking 87% success rate at diverting kids from the system. That's a big deal. So go to 5starlife.org to learn more about what we're doing. Also, um, as you listen to the show, be sure, if you like it, hit the like button and share it with somebody that you think would enjoy the conversation. Hit the subscribe button if you don't want to miss an episode. It'll come to you every week. Um, Also, um, I did not introduce our producer, Arnold, who is back here running the show. Producer, welcome.
2: Thank you. Thank you, Seth. Mia, good to be with you guys. Five Star Nation is always great. I'm looking forward to the show. It's
0: going to be good.
1: It is going to be good. So let's step back here. We just touched upon uh, that we serve kids starting at like two, and that's our Early Learning Academy. Talk a little bit about that. So Early
0: Learning Academy, and we're talking about for parents, what an incredible program for parents who listen to our show and Believe in the mission of Five Star and just they want to create a better life for their kids and a better culture and what they don't want is they don't want their kids growing up and going through the same cycle of everything we see in the media and that's like anxiety going through the roof, right? Self-image dropping, uh, disinterest in school. So the Early Learning Academy was born to address this at a young age. So we're not necessarily changing mindsets, we're developing mindsets, I right? I love that. So... And that's every parent, every grandparent. I mean, that's the power that we have. And it's so sad that, you know, as parents, there's not a manual. There's not, we don't have enough, there's resources, but none are given to you when you get a kid. And the power that parents have to influence their kids and then to have a place like Five Star Life Early Learning Academy to come alongside of you when you're working to be reinforcing those same values, those same mindsets, um, that's fun it's game changer.
1: It is. And we even have sports in the early learning Academy. That's right. Yeah. We've developed uh, talk about Connor.
0: Yeah. So, so coach Connor, um, he studied sports science kinesiology and that's what he, that's what he went to school for. And so he, he gets to go down to the ELA and work with those kids at teaching them proper body movements and motions and exercise. It, it's really helpful. Um, of course kids love it and it's all fun games like you're playing games but you're teaching these proper body motions and movements and they're learning about the muscular structure right mm-hmm. they're learning all these different body parts that makes them move and go and uh, just really encourages them to be active
1: very cool so we're teaching them values we're teaching them fitness and they're in a safe healthy environment it's wonderful mm-hmm. It is so we have a few spots open. So if you're interested, just uh, you can go to info at Five Star Life and just give us your
0: information. Awesome, yeah. and the people that we have on staff are just incredible. Oh
1: my gosh, they they are incredible, and they take such wonderful care of those kids and
0: passionate about mm-hmm. early child education, yeah. right? Because
1: it's not easy. No, it's not easy, and uh, they work hard, and we see that, and they love your
0: kids. Yeah. Very cool. So check it out, 5 Um, So today, you know, we've been filming a series uh, for kids talking about how to break through in leadership. And we've defined leadership simply as influence. And it, it's very interesting. When you start thinking about influence, um, I've heard it said, if you want to know if you have influence or not, like just turn around and see if anybody's following. Mm. And the reality is, there are people that maybe they're not following us, but they're influenced by us all the time that we aren't paying attention to. Like we have massive influence. The average person influences 10,000 people. So we, we, we went to this, this lesson of teaching kids this, this whole concept of if you want to be a person of influence, it really does in today's culture take courage, which is one of our values, which we define as, you know, having the strength to do what's right, rather than what's popular or comfortable. So you think about being a follower or being a, in the last uh, uh, podcast we talked about there are leaders and then there are the kind of, kind of the, the the bad leaders, the toxic leaders, and then there's non-leaders. We all have influence. When you think about actually truly leading intentionally, there are bad leaders, toxic leaders, great leaders, and then there's like these people that are like, I'm not a leader, I'm a non-leader, I'm trying not to lead. And really what that has to do is, is I don't want to be in the spotlight. I don't want the pressure. I don't want the responsibility, even though it's already on you. Because by doing nothing, we're still influencing. Sure, It's all leadership. Mm-hmm. So, so we, we talked about this idea that to have courage, it, it is a prerequisite and a part of leading and influencing people because you need to start acting based on what you see and what you know is best for your own life and for the people around you instead of just sitting back and being passive about it. And so it takes massive courage. And the, the one thing we told kids, if you want to truly become a great leader, you have to learn how to understand, like you have to have the courage to go first. So going, just leaders go first. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody, when there's an opportunity to lead, a lot of people are looking around, waiting for somebody else to go. And it's the leaders that, that go first. And I, I remember um, b- back in the day in my school days that there was a, a woman who came in in winter weather, came into the cafeteria. Her glasses fogged up, and she didn't – she was wearing high heels. She didn't notice that the floor was wet from people bringing snow that melted in. She hit that, I, that, that, that water, and her heel slipped, and she went down hard, smacked the floor made a scene she grunted her papers went everywhere it was just horrible for her and it was in the it was right where the cafeteria was and kids were eating lunch and so there's tables of like the athletes you got the cheerleaders you got all these different groups and immediately I mean they're high school kids they start laughing because it was hilarious it was funny you know and but out of and, and there's kids that were looking at, like I know there was kids that were laughing but also uncomfortably laughing Mm -hmm. because like is this woman okay and this has got to be really embarrassing and they're looking around and as they're looking around um, a friend of mine named Krista I mean she I mean like instantly she's out of her seat and she's picking up this lady's papers and she's asking like are you okay can I help you up and she's picking her paper and it, it was so powerful because Krista was not just she was not just picking up her papers she was picking up this person's dignity value that's courageous leadership we'll unpack a little more after this
1: did you know that you can bring the values lessons and mindsets coach seth discusses on the five star life podcast to your local community schools are searching for programs and content that work just a simple introduction to your teacher or principal could be a game changer in your community inquire at five and someone from our team will be
0: in touch Welcome back to the 5 Star Life Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth, and I'm joined with my co-host, Coach Mia. Thank you, Seth. And I should not forget Coach Arnold back here. He's uh, producing the show back here. What you got for us, Arnold?
2: Seth, Mia, what's going on? 5 Star Nation, what is up? We're talking about leadership. I'm excited to hear more about what we have going on.
0: We are. uh, Just fair warning, the sun's out. I live (laughs) in the Midwest. The sun's out, so I'm just a little giddy, a little happy, so... If I act a little funky, just that's why I'm blaming the sunshine. Um, we're talking about leadership, though.
1: We are. And courage.
0: Courage to go first. Leaders go first. And it's the thing that we all desire in a person we vote for politically. Somebody that has courage to stand up for the people. Mm-hmm. We value it in the sports world. We want leaders that actually step up to the plate. And we we, we actually lose respect for people who show cowardice. Who aren't up for the tap for the challenge, right? Mm -hmm. So you know, talking to kids like, listen, you have so much influence. Average person influences ten thousand people over their over their lifetime. You're going to have an influence. The question is, what kind of influence you're going to have? And having the courage to go first to be and, and it's simple things like having the courage to go first, walking down the hallway for kids or walking into a uh, through the mall or in the grocery store and you pass somebody and your eyes meet for a second. And what do we do? We bounce our eyes, bounce our eyes because we want to, we want to keep our privacy or we want to respect theirs. And we you know, the eyes are the wind of the soul. So it's kind of like, am I being intrusive by looking at you? And then God forbid, I should smile at you. Like you might think I'm a wacko, this is what happens in our minds instead of like, well, what leaders do is there's the first one to say, I'm just going to acknowledge that like we met eyes for some reason. I'm just going to give you a quick smile and that's it. It's super simple, but that's leadership. Instead of bouncing your eyes and making somebody feel like, oh, okay. Yeah. I guess that was an awkward moment for both of us.
1: But then there's that, that rejection part. Is if you are a leader, so are are you not a true leader if you feel rejected if somebody doesn't like respond back?
0: Well, th- that comes and that's that leads right into what we're talking about because th- there are reasons leaders don't go first. There's reason we don't want to go first, and the number one reason we don't want to go first is because of rejection. We fear stepping into the unknown. When I step into the arena, and as something as simple as making eye contact and smiling at someone or starting at, hello, how is your day? Th- that that steps you into this, or that puts you in the arena where people can then reject you. And so what we've learned, and we've talked about this in previous shows, you know, our subconscious brain has taught us and is, is running programs. And a lot of those programs are like, hey, last time I did that, I was embarrassed. So I'm not gonna do that anymore. So I've learned, just bounce your eyes because people are like, what are you staring at? Right, and there's some there's some program running in the back of our, in the back of our mind that says and it's it's from when we were 12 years old when somebody said don't stare don't stare that's rude you're a weirdo mm-hmm. and so we learned from that day don't look at people and so now we just stick to our lane I go in I make my purchases I go out I go to my work I go to my job I go to my desk do my work go to the line I I come and I go but anything in between I'm not doing that. So now I'm abdicating all influence and all leadership and my world just got really small all because I don't have courage to go first.
1: Yikes, who wants to be? I mean, that's exactly what you don't want to do.
0: We don't want to and we're not even aware of it until we start listening to shows like this that make us pause and think, and this is the wild thing about who we are. There are so many programs running that are no longer serving us well that we aren't even even aware of because they're subconsciously just running and we don't even know. We don't even know about them until you stop and listen to this and like, man, do I do that? We're just talking about making eye contact and smiling. Right. So you think about your, the level of influence we could have if we'd start to become conscious of the programs that run when there's a moment to influence or not to influence, how do we handle it? And is there a fear program or a rejection program that's holding us back from having a conversation like man, great shoes. I like your hat. Like we talked about that before. How that—that's leadership. Making a compliment. Let alone all those things that we just know. Like parents out there, you see your kids struggling, and you're not sure what's going on with them. But something seems off, but you're a—you fear. Pushing them where you fear reject being rejected by them. So you just think, I don't know what's up with them. I'm not sure how to approach it. So you just kind of let it go and hope it gets better. Pray it gets better. Instead of just saying, hey, when you have a minute, I want to talk to you. That's leadership as parents, right? I want to talk to you. And not letting the rejection and fear program run us out of our influence with the people we love the most.
1: I mean, when you said that, like, from 12 years old, and and, and if you really are not aware of it, I mean, you allow those same feelings to just rush over you over and over and over again.
0: Yeah, and, and this is the cycle that we stay stuck in. And we were just having this conversation with a group of parents that are part of our SNAP program. And it's so fun because the SNAP program, that's what it does. It gives the kids, but also the parents separately in a separate space, margin to have these conversations and to become conscious of what kind of a parent am I? What influence am I on my kids? Have I abdicated my influence? Have I given it away? Um, Or am I still the, am I the influence I want to be? Or am I so fatigued from work? Am I so tired? And oh, by the way, is that a program? I had a parent, this parent left, left five star, left snap And she left and she said, this week was the most amazing week I've had in a long time. I said, what happened? She said, I had a whole mindset shift based on our conversation last week. I realized I was not being the leader, the parent that I wanted to be. I was looking at my daughter. I was looking at my kids. I was looking at all they're doing wrong. I was letting all their problems overwhelm me, irritate me, frustrate me. And I'm thinking, what's wrong with my kids? And I realized at Five Star, I'm the problem. Mm. I'm anxious. I'm upset. I'm irritable. Like, it's me. She said, when I realized, like, I could change that program, like, what this is not who I want to be. When I realized I could change that program, it was like a, a flip was switched. And I, it started that night and the next morning. And it's like, I've been a different person.
1: Isn't that wonderful?
0: It's just, and so this is the fun part of this stuff: is it's so practical, and it can start to change us right now.
1: And you know what? Too, I think some people just immediately like turn that off and they quit listening to us because it's so simple.
0: <laughs> yes, and they think, how can that be? I had a an educator actually just in the last week say the same thing. Um, th- this educator was struggling, and she she didn't feel like her kids would engage with our curriculum. And so she, she started tweaking it and she started to try to talk to them about it and because she didn't think they'd receive it because it's so simple and so basic. And I, I just told her what I tell most people like, and I told all the kids this. I said, D- don't let the simplicity be confused or misinterpreted as having a lack of depth. You think about the most powerful things that we can ever know and live by that will change our lives. They are these simplest concepts and they have incredible depth, like, like foundational depth to our lives. So what happens is we are educated beyond our ability to follow through and obey. We have more... More stuff in our heads than we even know how to apply, or than we're willing to apply.
1: Probably willing.
0: And what Five Star does is we break those things down to simple things. Don't, don't mistake the simplicity of going first and being the first to influence somebody. Don't, don't, don't downplay the, the power of smiling, making eye contact with somebody, and the influence that can have. Right? Right. Simple stuff. So, we're going to take a break in a moment, but I, I want to highlight something else that we do at 5 Star Life. Go to 5starlife.org to learn more, but we just started the 5 Star Life Innovative Learning Program. We're working with, right now, um, seven different schools that come out one day a week to summit our 350-plus acre property, and they do school at summit. but it's hands-on, it's innovating, innovative, and, and kids get... Our curriculum—they get state standards, but they also get hands-on skill building. Super powerful. We're looking for more volunteers, more donors to be a part of it. Go to Five Star to learn more.
3: Five Star Life is a not-for-profit organization dedicated to changing the face of culture by changing kids' mindsets. Since 2005, we've impacted hundreds of thousands of lives thanks to the generous support of individuals, small businesses, corporations, and foundations. Are you interested in helping Five Star Life grow into all 50 states? With your donation or introduction, you can help bring Five Star Life to your community, school, and state. Go to FiveStarLife.org and send us an email today. That's F-I-V-E-S-T-A-R-L-I-F-E.org.
0: Welcome back to the Five Star Life Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth, and I'm joined with my co-host, Coach Mia.
1: Thanks, Seth. I'm loving this conversation
0: that we're having. All right. Yeah. Uh, Producer Arnold, what do you think about this conversation?
2: Yeah, I'm loving it too. Um, again, the the series that we we've, we've been taking kids through is leadership. You know, we're looking to equip. You know, we're looking to equip. We're looking to empower. You know, the kids that go through our cur- curriculum, the kids that go through our Snap program. You know, our our basketball kids with. I guess just the reality that they are leaders that they all have influence you know when we look at our five-star definition of courage you know courage means having the strength to do what's right over what's popular or comfortable so in order to be able to really tap into that element of their leadership there's a certain level of courage that needs to be present or that leadership's not it's not going to come up to the surface and so that's why i like what we're talking about today, um, and I'm looking forward to hearing more. Also, for our listening audience, uh, be sure to let us know in the comments what you think.
0: Yes, 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 thank you. We love your comments. We love when people subscribe. We get some new subscribers, so um, share this with people. If you think the content's good, it's like it's a way for you to use your influence, right? To leverage that, to influence other people. Just tell them to tune into the show.
1: Let's talk about the word courage. I think that scares so many people. <laughs> You know, I mean, when you think of courage, is like, oh, my gosh, it's like this, this, I don't want to say like this, you know, super, like, natural thing you have to do, like this crazy right. thing. But it's really not. It's like yeah. a step.
0: Yeah, it, it's, it's some of his courage just doing it afraid. Yeah. You know, um, so courage, a lot of people think it's like it requires the absence of fear and that you just don't care about anything. You don't feel anything. And it's not that at all. It's, it's. Um, the exact opposite. You feel the fear, but you just don't let that hold you back from doing whatever you're going to do or saying whatever you're going to say. Um, so so it's, it's really truly saying, I am going to move forward with what I know to be right, to be true. That's courage. Mm-hmm. That's it. So that's why we're talking about simple things like making eye contact or smiling or just being a good person to somebody. When we live in a cold world, that it's easier— It doesn't require courage just to mind your business. But what the world needs and our nation needs and our cities and our communities need and our schools need and what our kids need is they need communities. And communities, that they don't just walk past without acknowledging what's going on over here. They care. We live in a world that there can be something going on and people now do this. They'll film it, but they won't do anything about it. This has got to change. The only way it changes is if we change our mindset and say, what can I do to influence this situation in a positive way? And it's that simple. It's not rocket science. It's that simple. You know, you asked a question earlier in the previous segment about why, why don't people go first? And I talked about rejection. But the other reason people don't go first is because we're lazy. (laughs) Right?
1: It is. And I, I see that, that people sit back and it's like, I'm going to see what happens first. Yeah. You know? And it is, that is laziness. It's like, I'm not going to take that risk.
0: Yeah. So so courage means like going first means I'm not going to choose the easy path. I'm going to choose the hard path. And I don't do hard things just for the sake of doing hard things. Um, but I do hard things that are good for me. So like, Things like working out, things like, there's all many, all kinds of things that are so good because we live in this, this world has gotten so passive because again, technology is making us passive. Netflix and all the entertainment stuff is like turning us into soft, passive people that have to just live in our feelings and we have to, have to, have to feel it before I do something. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, no, w- w- what? You're not going to feel like standing up for somebody. You're not going to feel like doing a lot. Um, But you're going to know, like, I need to stand up for this or I need to speak up or I need to ask this person how they're doing or I need to smile at this person or I need to I need to go get something to support this person. Like those are all hard things that take time. And it means we have to sacrifice like we we have to give up what's comfortable to actually serve somebody.
1: I also think when we we decide to let those things pass, we always think we have tomorrow. And you know what? You're not always gonna have tomorrow. And I think as old as I get older, it's like your tomorrows become less. But you, you know, it's like why wait till tomorrow? Because tomorrow you're not gonna feel like doing it either.
0: It's interesting you bring that up because there, there was a I read an article from someone who worked, they spent like a career in palliative care, which is people are sick and they're going home to die, usually elderly people. And his his article was um, five top five regrets. Of the clients I served, so thousands of people over mm-hmm. the course of his career. the The first regret was, I, I, he said, that they would at the end of their lives they would start to be open about their lives and what they regretted. And one of the first one was um, regretted that I didn't live life on my own terms. I didn't have the courage. I, I feared what other people thought so much. I didn't really become the person I knew I could have become or wanted to become. That's that was that was number 1 on the list. Didn't become the person I wanted to become because I was afraid of what people would think if I was that person. Mm. Not wild?
1: That's wild and sad.
0: <laughs> That's sad. So so this is something to think about like you said we're not promised um we're not promised another day. So and this this is actually really good because it takes the complexity out of it. All I have to do is, today, be great. I'm not worried about being great tomorrow or next week or, oh, man, five years. What's going to happen? I'm going to get older. I'm going to be this. I'm going to get stronger. All these fears that wash over you. It's like, just today, can I lead and influence myself well today? And can I influence somebody in a positive way today? Everywhere I go, can I be a positive influence everywhere?
1: You know, the other thing is when you're looking ahead, saying, you know, so far and I have a lot of people that oh they can't wait till they retire. And I'm thinking, you're missing out because all you can see is like then I'm gonna have, you know, time to pour into people. Then I'm gonna have and you're like that's you have today.
0: It's interesting because the people that we know that say things like that, they're the people that that this is the regret mm. because they're not doing it today. They're saving it for later. And so they, they they just regret that – here's the other one. Here's the number three. So number one regret was I wish I w- would have had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected me. Um, the third on the list was I wish I had the courage to express my feelings. Wow. And, and it's like s- s- someday when they're ready or someday when I'm ready or s- someday it just never comes – And I know, again, every situation is if there's wisdom and (laughs) taking a breath and being in control and all those things. But it's like, who do you want to be? Just be that person today. And if you want to be generous someday, just be generous today. Like, what do you have? Like, can you buy somebody a drink? You buy somebody um, a burger? Can can you, what can you do today? Can you give a little bit of time? Maybe you can't give uh, two hours, but can you give somebody five minutes? That you can see is in need, or that needs some support. You think of one person that's struggling now. You, you used to give them a call. We think in retirement, I'll be a volunteer, yeah. <laughs> right? Because mm-hmm. I'm so busy. And it's it's those same people that they also one of the other regrets was they regretted that they didn't stay in contact with their friends. Just regretted that didn't have didn't maintain some of those key friendships, you know.
1: I know, and now it's so much easier. We have a phone. You just can text somebody. You don't even have to pick up the phone. <laughs> you right. don't have to write an email. You know, how are you? Thinking about you.
0: That's it. Yeah, it's it's a three second it. phone call. Leave a message. Mm-hmm. Hey, just miss you. Just no pressure. Um, the, this is how we become influential people. And, and truly, what happens when you ditch the 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 fear the the regrets, all those systems, what you do is you start to live your life out of love and out of vision for who you want to be. Now that life, life gets exciting. And that's the snap parent I was telling you about. She is so, these parents are so excited about life because they're living their life. Many for the first time in a long time, the way they want, because I can be who I want to be today, which is a positive influence. So we're going to take another break, but I really want to encourage your audience. What if everybody that listened to this show for the next week, you thought about influencing everybody in a positive way? Don't let that overwhelm you or burden you. I'm talking about you influence them with your body language, with your spirit, and with your smile, with your eye contact. What if every person just like, I'm going to bless them with my presence and my smile. I'm going to bring a positive energy everywhere I go. That's it. That- We could change culture so fast if I did that this week. We'll be right back after this.
2: Five Star Life offers year round programs for kids at our 350 acre training facility that we call Summit. These programs focus on three core components. First, each program includes lessons from our curriculum that targets kids' mindset. Secondly, each program teaches a skill like equine, archery, blacksmithing, basketball, fishing, boating, and many more. Thirdly, our programs connect kids to mentors we call coaches who are trained to help kids live a five-star life. Go to 5starlife.org to learn more or sign up your kids.
0: Welcome back to the 5 Star Life Show. I am your host. And we have also joining us uh, behind the scenes, off camera, producer Arnold. Hey, what's going on?
2: But yeah, just listening. In, there are so many takeaways from this episode. You know, if you're if you're not inspired to, you know, just take that next step of courage, or to allow that leader that's inside of you to come up to the surface, or to see that person next to you that you know is a leader and has a potential. If you're not encouraged to, you know, help bring bring out the best and bring out, bring out that leader in them. I don't know what to tell you, but yeah, great stuff. Great stuff for me.
0: There's so many things that I hope our listening audience is, is that that maybe is sparking in their brain right now, but like there's people that are like, I just wish I could be happier. I just wish, like as far as influencing others, I wish I was that positive person or I wish I was more courageous or I, man, I just wish I was kinder in conflict or more compassionate or more understanding or more patient. These are all the things that influence the people around us. It's the simple things. And and this is so powerful because, again, right now, you can choose to be who you want to be today with whoever you interact with. And I would encourage everybody just to think about just one area that is coming to mind that you want to be influenced in a different way than you are right now. You're not happy about your level of influence in that particular area. It doesn't represent you well. And maybe you believe the lie. The program that's running you led you to believe that, well, I'm just impatient. or I'm I, do, I can't be around people. Or I'm, I'm exhausted. We had another parent said, like, the program that's been running in, in my subconscious that I had no idea was like, I'm exhausted. And that was her excuse to not be the parent she wanted to be. She's like, I'm exhausted. So I'd come home from work. She works with, she's a teacher. She'd come home Exhausted. She's like, I just need my time exhausted. I don't have time for this. That's how she was parenting. Mm. And she realized, like, I'm telling myself that's the program, that I'm exhausted. And she started telling herself, I'm not exhausted. I love what I do. What I do energizes me. It changed her energy level. I love that. And now, because she had courage to just go first and try it, and trying it was just resetting her mind and saying, I'm going to be positive and I'm going to have energy. That's, that's going to be my influence. And that had a ripple effect on the kids she worked with all day and then on our kids when they'd walk in the door after school.
1: And that's, that's what we also have to take away from this. The that program that's running in your head that you want to stop, it's, it, 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 it affects every area. It's at work. It's you know af, at home. So it's, once it stops, you have a whole new life.
0: <laughs> a whole new life. And it's an exciting life because we become a person that we like. And when you like yourself, when you're proud of yourself, when you love yourself and you're like, oh man, that was good. That was fun. You come alive. But when you are critical of yourself in these programs that are critical of, we don't have energy. Well, when we don't have energy. What do we feel? We feel bad because we know we're neglecting our kids or we know that we're, we're not coming across with the vibe we want. And so we, we don't like that person. So the programs have got to stop.
1: They do. Today.
0: And they can today. And it's one simple, one simple step. Now, I had, I had a teacher say, "Well, you talk about how simple it is, but I mean, it's not like some magic pill." I said, "No, it's not a magic pill. It's very simple, but it can be hard. But it's okay because we can do hard things, and that might be a program running in some people's minds. It's so hard. Well, actually, when you think about it, it's, it's not all that hard. Like." When I decide to work out, I mean, oh, it's so hard to get up early. It's like, well, you set your alarm and you get up. The program running, because you're getting up 45 minutes earlier than usual or whatever. The program that's running is saying, why are you doing this? you blah, 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 blah. It's going to start talking to you. And I mean, the hard part is just saying, yeah, too bad. I'm getting up. And you get up. How hard is it to get your feet on the ground and get up out of bed? I mean, that's hard.
1: I'm so convicted right now. <laughs> the
0: the, story, no, the stories we tell ourselves, though, right? Yeah, this no, is it is. This so I hard. Just told myself that this morning, getting out of bed. <laughs> that's it's, uh, but but it's funny because we make these things to be so huge. And it's like they're so simple, and literally within about a minute of being out of bed, you are like, you might not still feel like you probably want to get back on the covers, but you're like up. Mm-hmm. My point is, they're simple. They may be hard, but they're not, they're not mountains. They're steps. And everybody can take a step.
1: Absolutely. And you know what? You might have to take the same step the next day. Yes. But it's a step.
0: Yeah. But there's just this incredible. So our brains reward us with dopamine and serotonin. And it rewards us when we do those things. So we might get up and hate it. But there's a part of us that's actually, it starts rewarding us immediately because guess what? I got my butt out of bed. And all of a sudden, there's some rewards happening almost instantaneously. Like, I'm up. I beat it. I did the hard thing. You start to like that version of yourself. So the other part of this is challenging yourself to do some hard things. Like this week, if everybody can just challenge themselves to do one thing that's hard, but it, it's a part of shaping them into the person they want to be to be the influence they can be. Um, oh, my goodness, the rewards are just crazy.
1: I know. And then imagine, too, the ripple effect. Like you talked about the snap mothers, that what that did for their family.
0: Well, and, and I'll talk about one of our, one of our um, students in that program. She came in the first week of the program, and she... Said, "What I want to do is, I want to be more social." She's quiet, shy. Will bounce her eyes. Will not look at you in the eyes. And the first week, challenged her with that. And I had to ask her four times to answer one question because she wouldn't look and look me in the eye. And then she, when she spoke, she would not speak up to everybody in the in the room. So we're like challenging these kids to find their voice. And now we're putting them in a public setting with people they had never met and asking them to speak up. Whew. It's a little scary. But I gently guided her through the process. Well, she made it her goal. Like her challenge for the next week was like, no, I want to be more social. This is what I want to do. I don't like it, but I don't want to be shy. And so she made it her goal to be more outgoing. And she just made it a commitment like, I'm going to start going first. I'm going to start. And so the next week she came back. And she was the first person to raise her hand to to engage in conversation, to speak up. And she was like a different girl in one week. Her eyes were wide. She's speaking loudly and clearly from the back of the room. And I'm just like, all because what? Because she decided to do something that was hard. And the confidence that was swelling in her was tremendous. Because she learned in one week, I can speak in front of people. I can speak in front of strangers, I can speak in front of adults. This is a shy, quiet girl. Wow. That's how quickly we can change. We're brilliant. Mm
1: -hmm. We are brilliant and our minds are incredible.
0: So powerful stuff. Producer Arnold, you got any thoughts? Yeah, for
2: sure. Um, My biggest takeaways from today, you know, there there are programs in the back of our mind that are telling us that we are less than what we are. But sometimes it just takes that little bit of courage, that little bit of self-leadership It takes you believing yourself. It takes others believing you. A lot of times you need a helping hand. You need someone to let you know like, hey, you can do this. Like, hey, find your voice. You know, It takes that sort of individual or that sort of community around you plus your self-leadership to kind of get you on that right track. But all of that is within you, and it's just so interesting. Um, And that's one of the things I love about this show. That's one of the things I love about Five Star. And so to our Five Star Nation out there, if you're listening, Share this with a friend. Share it with your family members. Let us know in the comments below what that one hard thing is that you've done over the past couple of weeks. Let's let's get some momentum with this and let's build each other
0: up.
1: You know, explain a little bit too. This is what we ask kids to do. We ask them to take do a challenge step every week.
0: Yeah, so it's all about you know you can hear something, but when you write it and then talk about it and then do it, it's in the. It's in the process, it's in the journey of dialoguing with others about what you're doing. So I'd encourage you to share this with somebody else, um, talk about it, and then it can be a two-minute conversation. But then act on it. When you take action and go first, it goes into your system and it starts to change and rewrite the subconscious programming as a, it's either overriding it, rewriting it, tweaking it, or it's creating a new program in the direction you want to go. So it's very powerful. And that's the kind of feedback we want to hear. And I just want to encourage you, the ripple effect is great. So when this girl in Snap made her decision, she became this bright light for, the, for her school and for, for even for the Snap program. And when the mom made the changes she made, like she became a game changer at her school and in her home. The influence you have is massive. Um, make sure you share this, like this, subscribe to this. Thank you so much for tuning in.
3: At Five Star Life, we are changing the face of culture through education and sports by changing the most important piece of a human being's life, their mindset. If you're interested in being a part of our journey, please visit 5starlife.org for more information on volunteer and donation opportunities.